welcome, one and all, to the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. We got a lot to talk about because, uh, first of all, um, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the college football season ended on January 8th. Uh, nothing happened on January 9th. We will review the nothing that happened. We have some college basketball to talk about because we have officially declared basketball season started. Yep. You are allowed to enjoy, enjoy college basketball. Uh, not NBA, but college basketball. Yes. As declared by the World Strong and True Podcast. We have a lot to talk about. The NFL playoffs. It, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff. BYU recruiting news. So before we waste any time, we just want to give a quick shout out to our Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at loyal to Royal Pod, where you'll find a lot of fun and interactive content. Help and you can help this community grow by sharing the, the episodes, sharing the posts, doing all that fun stuff. Get ready to bool. You ready? Let's bool. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go Virginia! Right. Let's back this bool up. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go wild, man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, there was a false start penalty on everybody but me, um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, after this five-second penalty, you guys will be allowed to talk, so uh, yeah. Oh, that was Play tough. on. That was tough. <laughs> that was quite a penalty. The refs are really up our rear ends today. Yep. WCC officials. Can't believe it. All right, shall we get started, folks? Let's that, do it. This is the beginning of a new episode of the best podcast. Number one, obviously. Baby. Mm-hmm. The best podcast called Royal Strong and True. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You better add that. Yep. Greater than or equal to the men's basketball team. Huh? Mm, still to mm. be decided, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, to start things off, I want each of you to grab your snow shovels because we have been getting quite a bit of snow in Happy Valley mm. this winter. And the Happy Valley. <laughs> especially in January now that Christmas is over and we can't decorate our homes. True, mm. true. Time to get out the shovels. For housekeeping. Yes, you yeah. wouldn't uh, want to get sued by a passersby slipping on your uh, bit of the sidewalk. Now would we? We would not. Is that a thing? Uh, that's what I was always told, but maybe that was just my dad trying to get me to shovel the sidewalk. <laughs> I think that's Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Wiley strikes wins. again. Well, you learn something new every day. Well, I got some fire that will melt that snow, melt that ice for you. Oh, boy. I have a fire fest. Okay. For those of you that don't know, fire fest is just uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an embarrassing, it's, uh, it's an all things went wrong story. Yes. yes. Murphy's Law. Failure. So... Yesterday, I'm just chilling, looking through like you know my new job benefits and everything, and things aren't exactly what I expected them to be. But it's you know it was disappointing, but it's fine at the same time. Like, like it's all right. It is what it is. I just have to like basically it all sums down to me coming in 30 minutes earlier every day. So it's like not that big a deal. Anyway, 
It's the next. Mo- the, so I get to work today, right? And I've been there for two days. Okay. Okay. And my trainer, who runs the whole receiving department, is out sick. Mm. So I'm left to do the entire thing Ooh. with two days of experience. That sucks. <laughs> so I, I was able to do it because, you know, he trained me well. I've worked in the warehouse before. It's not that big a deal. Like, figured it out. Needless to say, I wasn't feeling great, though. Like, I, I was having kind of an off 16 hours, let's call it. Okay, wow. <laughs> so then I remember, okay, literally two and a half blocks away is a chip cookies. Okay. I haven't had chip in a while. So you know what? I'm going to go get some chip. But I was like, you know what? I'll spring for the extra $5 for delivery nope. just because I, I just don't feel like driving there. just want to go home and hang out with my wife for a little bit. So I go. My delivery window is in between 5.30 and 6. 6.11 rolls around, and I still haven't received a text oh, that no. my order's ready. Oh, no. So I call support. And it, this poor guy is talking to me. He's, he's working from home. Like, I can hear a baby crying in the background. <laughs> and he's like, trying to, ha- like, what happened? And I'm, I'm explaining, the cookies aren't here, man. Like, he says, well, it says they were delivered at 5.41. And I said, well, okay, but the system never updated, and I never got a text. And it clearly says on the website that I would get a text when the cookies were delivered. And he goes, oh, okay, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get another order started immediately. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm hanging out with my wife. I need to leave at, like, Seven, if I want to be to like the the podcast recording on time. So then the dude calls me back and he's like, "All right, your your cookies will be ready and delivered at seven o five." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> not great, but I can leave five minutes late and drive a little faster." Seven o five rolls around and I get a call from from Chip and they're like, "Hey, like, is this a duplicate order? Like, what happened here?" And then I explained to them like, "Oh no!" And apparently, I forgot to add this. The dude who had the baby crying in the background contacted DoorDash, who apparently they contracted for the delivery, and they tried to contact the driver, which, surprise, surprise, they couldn't contact him. Mm. Nice. Didn't want to be contacted. So, whatever. 7.15 finally rolls around, and I get my cookies. Okay. I'm feeling great. like, hour and a half after you're supposed to? Yeah, an hour and a half after I'm supposed to. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I run upstairs, cut a quarter of the cookie. My wife takes a quarter, I take a quarter, and I sprint out the door to go to the recording i look out and apparently the apartment complex lobby had been locked and outside just like outside on the sidewalk was my other box of cookies that apparently had been delivered (laughs) that i looked all around for and i couldn't find so i got a free box of cookies i I basically committed fraud (laughs) okay and i felt bad i have this free box of cookies but i don't know what to do with it honestly i should have brought it here so that but i didn't and i it's just, it was not good. What a night. So it's, it's been a, it's been a 24 hours. Let me tell you that. Oh man. <laughs> That's always the worst. You go through a whole ordeal and then walk outside and boom. <laughs> Luckily, like the whole I wasn't a, let's see, I, I, two words that start with a D are coming to mind, but I don't know if they're appropriate for this <laughs> podcast. I, you know, I'll just say, I wasn't a dick or anything to like the guy, right? That I was on the phone with. So like, I don't feel super bad about that, but it's like, still like. It didn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen. Mm. And, like, I didn't need to, like, this this poor business owner. I'm, I'm sure they probably got paid again through DoorDash or something. But if they didn't, this poor business owner that had to make <laughs> four more cookies and give them to me for, for free. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if fraud is like murder, then you committed, like, a manslaughter version of fraud. 
It was yeah. unintentional. In- involuntary manslaughter. Involuntary, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I I didn't shovel the snow in front of my house. And somebody exactly. Somebody fell on the sidewalk and broke exactly. their neck. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry that happened. Sounds Justin. like a rough day. Everybody send your thoughts and prayers to Justin and the poor business owner that had to make four extra cookies for Justin. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the chip and sugar house. But... To be fair, they didn't send you a text, so that's their fault. They didn't. Exactly. And I looked on the – like, it has, like, the, the website where, where you know, like, yeah. you see, like – You track it. You track it and whatever. And it just said, you will receive a text when your order is ready. Okay. That's all it said. Never received a text. Where are the receipts? Never had been contacted, so it's not my fault. Robert Sala, where are the receipts? Oh, no. Even though I went down to the lobby – oh, it's not in the lobby, and it's not in front of my door, so much. I didn't take into the fact that the lobby had been locked. Mm-hmm. Shame. Oh well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Those cookies was, probably don't okay. cost very much to make, so <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fine. Um, I can turn things around though. I got some good news, everybody. Good. Okay. Good news. Good so news. I'm starting Comps 321, which is you work in the newsroom for the Daily Universe, Ooh, and uh, you, Danny and Justin, sort of guessed this, which is why we had the uh, false start penalty at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, we our bad. Our bad. Yep, uh, but I did get assigned to the sports desk. Phew. So my life is not going to suck. I was so worried I was going to get put on like the politics or the legislative or like the metro beat. I was so yeah, worried. Like pop culture. Yes, the, the campus issues. The Grammys recap. I was going to have to write about like LGBTQ strikes. And... You're going to have to write about like the TikTokers that keep getting kicked off of BYU campus for asking questions that yeah. the administration doesn't like. Right? But I would have to write about it from the BYU point of view, which is not my point of view to say the least. Censorship. Yes. Yeah, so, but I'm on sports. I get to work with Jackson Payne nice. uh, of, okay. t- of, of BYU Twitter, so it's going to be nice. I'm excited. Uh, so look for my articles and videos that we posted on the Universe Live, uh, Daily Universe, Univ Sports, whatever, on Twitter and Instagram. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big J now, I think, officially. Look at you. Good That's for you. exciting. Yeah. I hope you improve the Daily Universe's sports Twitter page because it's, yeah. it's always tweets about things like three days after they've happened. Kind of cringe. Or like sometimes. it posted a photo like, <laughs> oh, wait, look at this new signage they put up at the Marriott Center. When oh I literally sent you guys that same photo like 10 days prior. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it honestly might have been a month earlier. <laughs> honestly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny thing, Jerem Jordan, who we just love on this podcast, oh. he tweeted out. He did the same thing. Yeah, it was like yeah, two months after true. the I fact. I just saw that. Two months after, yeah, it was like three days ago. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, there's room for improvement, mm. and I'm stepping in in a place in which I may have something to say about that improvement, so we shall see. Can you make our podcast the official podcast of Daily Universe Sports? Unfortunately, I actually walked in today on two guys recording a Daily Universe Sports podcast. It probably sucks. So, uh, no, just yeah. uh, sorry, Jared. Jared's part of that now. It's it's probably um, it's probably really good. It's probably a respectable podcast. Yes, yeah. it's probably an institution. Yes, yep. it's just not the greatest podcast, as Dan mentions mm-hmm. every time when we come into this program. Yep, it's just facts. It's just facts. Don't lie. Just stone cold facts. Uh, all right, shall we move on now to other bits of housekeeping? Let's move on briefly. Um, we've had a bit of a recess of this particular segment. It's none other than the beans on toast proper football update. <laughs> proper. Proper. Jared just came back from across the pond and he met. See, 
be a little bit more akin to these sort types of proceedings. Were you in España? (laughs) No. That is across the pond. That's true, true. Um, Yeah, the news is the women's national team has a camp coming up. They've got two games next week. Mm. The roster was announced, and BYU's own Ashley Hatch made the roster. It's good news. She's been on the roster for... A couple of years now, I think. Yeah, she's, she's got like she's kind eight, of a regular. Yeah, she's got eight goals and like yeah. sixteen caps or something. So that's pretty that's good. Good to see. Yeah, that, good for her. You know, like keeping up. Um, as far as the men go, they will have a couple games at the end of the month. The roster's not out yet. It'll probably be mostly domestic players, not the players in Europe. So mm, less not exciting. The, not the feral players. Exactly. <laughs> uh, question: Who will be coaching the men's national team? Mm. Do we have an update on that? I saw an ESPN ticker while I was watching something else that said that the current coach wanted to come back. Mm, Yes. That's all I know. Dan, please, your expertise. I do not want the current coach back. (laughs) But, but, let it be known, not for the reasons uh, of current events that have transpired. Yes. Correct? Not for the whole Gio Reyna, the whole family feud type thing going on. We wanted him gone before that. Exactly. We wanted him gone because he's not very good at his job. In my educated and uh, experienced right. opinion in international soccer. Right. Us some mid-20-year-olds. <laughs> I have two coaches to nominate. Exactly. Okay. okay. I'd love to hear these. The first, Deion Sanders. Ooh. Okay. Splashy hire. So far, he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Get, getting yes. talent. PR. To come to the team. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, second, Daniel Bradford. Ooh, oh. I like that wow. one. He Well, it depends on when the games are. Because Danny will be competing mm. in a said postseason tournament that we'll talk about a little bit later. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. We'd, we'd have to just check the times there. Don't forget that Dan is Joe Burrow. A little booked. A little, a little just booked. A little booked. Uh, I would like to nominate Coach O. Coach, okay. Yeah. Right? Coach O's good. He has no experience whatsoever, but I don't think that's really why he was a good coach. Neither right? did Ted Lasso. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he oh, got maybe his we, team relegated. Let's, why don't we nominate Ted let's Lasso? Let's nominate Ted Lasso. Just Jason Sudeikis playing the role of Ted Lasso. Yes. Uh, Coach Beard has to be there. Yes. Isn't there supposed to be a season three of that? Yes. There is. Still when? not out. Let's see. Season it's a little late. Three. It is a little late. What's going I've Googled on? I've this before. It's been like two years, I feel like, since Filming season two. Filming of season three officially began on March 7th, 2022, with no confirmation as yet, as to when it will be released. Reports suggested filming wasn't going to wrap up until November 2022. It should be done, though, by now. We're past so November. So there could be a fair bit of waiting left to do. This was as of four days ago. So perhaps the summer? Maybe next oh, summer. Oh, ten spring? hours ago. Oh, even more recent. Okay. That's uh, it says no date Fresh yet. information. Oh, but that filming has happened. Okay. Well, right. post-production, it's not a heavy CGI TV show. Uh, no. So it should just be simple editing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Simple in quotation marks. Of course. Yeah. It's all relative. Believe. Believe. Oh, I believe. All right. Uh, moving on to American football. Yep. We have a couple of items here. First off, we must shout out our boys, Jamal Williams, Tyler Algier. They both broke 1,000 yards. Only Penn State and Alabama and Georgia, technically, if you count Justin Fields. Um, well, he, he no. played for Ohio State, but I saw the tweet included him as a Georgia player. No. So let's not He's do that. He's not a Georgia player. No. Yeah. Screw Georgia. You can tell I'm just thinking through this now. Anyway, <laughs> um, only Penn State and Alabama have had multiple 1,000-yard rushers besides us. Um, Tyler Algier was technically the first to do it. 
most rare, most rush yards by a rookie in Falcons history, and let it be known, he didn't even like play that much in like the first five or six games of the season. He did it. So he's incredible. He really did it. And you know what's crazy? So in the last few games or whatever, he, well, he, in the entire season, he's PFF's number one offensive rated rookie. That's yeah. incredible. But he's also I, I forget like the exact categories or anything. I didn't take a screenshot or anything. But he's like number one in yards per carry in rookies. Number one in yards per carry, number one in yards after contact. He had like 300 yards after contact. Yeah. Which was like he had 100 yards before contact, 300 yards after contact. One like He was literally first place in every relevant statistical category for rookie running backs. Yes. And in the entire NFL over the past four weeks, he was first in rush yards, yards after contact, like Justin said, which is insane mm-hmm. because he had like 130 rush yards. Before contact and 300 after. Yeah, that's Tyler in a nutshell, right? That's literally. He was also right. first in first downs, missed tackles, forced, and rushes of 10 Maybe plus yards. Maybe you're reading exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, he's a beast. Okay, he's an animal. He's a beast. Could he get the offensive rookie of the year? Uh, Probably not, according to the odds. Uh, according to the odds. What are the odds? But he should. Let's see. I, this thing is kind of hard to read. <laughs> We've got. We love graphs that are impossible to Kenneth read. Kenneth Walker the third is the favorite. Nah, Kenneth, boo. Garrett Wilson and Brock Purdy are also in contention. I've heard Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy played like what four games though. Played well yeah. in those four it's games. True, true. Uh, our vote obviously goes for Tyler. Hand up. I have Certainly. something to admit. Left hand up. Left hand, hand up. up. Go right Kais. hand on the Bible Book of Mormon quadruple combination, triple mm. combination. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it's called. I watched an NFL game. Okay. An entire NFL regular season game. My Ooh. eyes are very wide. What game was this? I watched the Lions-Packers game oh. to see Jamal okay. Williams get to 1,000 yards. Full disclosure, I thought the Lions were in a win-and-in situation. They were not. They had already been eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> Shame. The Seahawks beat somebody nice in overtime. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so I watched it. But, to my defense, uh, my wife was out at a girls' night. Okay. Mm. I was chilling, and for the entire second half, I had it on mute, and I was actually playing Minecraft with the television in my vision, because gotcha. Jamal Williams had already reached a thousand yards at that point. Okay. Yeah. So you just check out, you know, it's background noise. It's the NFL. That's what it is. Background noise, right? But I was glad to see that the Packers got eliminated because I don't know. I just the Packers aren't likable teams. I agree. I mean, Jamal yeah. and Taysom were both on the Packers at one point. They both got disrespected and now are thriving at their other teams. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Also, Aaron Rodgers, kind of a wacko. Kind of a bum. It's <laughs> kind of just, uh, his mind's different ever since he took ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure, right? Hmm. <laughs> um, I will say these are extremely impressive stats and they should be applauded, as we have. Um, but we do have to shout out the expanded oh, schedule. Oh. What? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I just... <laughs> We, yeah. do, we do have to shout out the expanded schedule because none of this ever would have happened if the NFL didn't expand to 17 games. So <laughs> that is just a caveat that must be addressed. Yep. <laughs> Justin is cheesing at something. I'm a little confused. <laughs> just like, the post I was referring to that I didn't, un- that, like Jared started quoting, it's literally right here in the script. And like, I just didn't oh, pay yeah. attention. Like, it's just right there. You know who we have to blame for that one? All the numbies. Chip! Chip! The chip cookies. Chip ah, cookies. Chip cookies. That's their they fault. They frazzled us. 
Uh, let's move on to some other BYU football news, um, because yes. obviously BYU is the meat and potatoes of this episode. Closer every time. to campus news, you might Ooh, say. Yes. Mm. Um, we have some transfers, and I will say these aren't home runs, but they are good transfers. I'm not yes. mad that we have received these transfers. Definitely. There are some transfers where I'm like, okay, whatever, like go sit the bench here instead of at, you know, Arizona State or something. But now. <laughs> Now we have an OT transfer from Missouri State named Ian Fitzy, Fitzgerald, Fitzmagic, perhaps. Mm. Does he have a beard? He's kind of small. He's bald. I don't know oh. if that has anything to do with it. He's kind of small. He's 6'5", 299, whereas some of our other guys have been 330, 315. Uh, grad transfer, very experienced. He's only allowed three sacks in 401 snaps. Yeah. So uh, okay. that that's pretty good. Pretty good. We we lost a lot of O line experience this off season. Yes, we did. So ha- getting a guy who's not you know not just a new recruit who we can develop. Getting a guy who's ready now will be huge for us this season. Yeah, and he's not the only FCS transfer we've been getting. We've been getting a few FCS transfers from our local friends Weber State and SUU and mm-hmm. our um, other FCS neighbor up north, Utah State. Of course, <laughs> as well as Boise State. You can just throw them in the mix as well. May as well, honestly. Yeah. It's like BYU Idaho. <laughs> BYU Boise? I guess there already is a BYU Idaho. <laughs> uh, there is mind. one player I am quite excited about. Which okay. college, maybe? Which college? Yeah, yeah. There is one player I'm very excited about, and that is Jake Retzloff. Why are you excited about this? I'm excited, emoji. I'm excited <laughs> about him for multiple reasons. First of all, I must add the lame reasons that I'm excited about him. Um... He played at Riverside Community College. Which, first time I saw it, it was Riverside CC. I definitely thought it was Riverside Country Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's RCC, yes. Riverside RCC Country is known Club. for having the premier football and basketball JUCO program in the state of California. Okay. I grew up in Riverside County. I've okay. heard of RCC. I've gone to RCC games. Sick. RCC is a great school. Respect. He played football at Corona Centennial, another Uh-oh. Inland Empire powerhouse. Cursed. Love Corona Centennial. The reason that I'm really, really excited about him for is that he was the number one JUCO quarterback prospect. Coming out of JUCO, he was number one, and he is absolutely insane. In 13 games, threw for over 40 touchdowns, over 4,500 yards with only 14 interceptions, which evens out to be about a 4-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. Not bad at all for somebody who slings the ball as much as he does. And his, his highlights are impressive. Like... This guy is like what everybody thinks Spencer Rattler is, right? <laughs> this guy can move. He throws it on the like. This is like Zach Wilson with his head still screwed on. Like I'm very excited okay. about this man. In all his time there, he threw like 17 picks and 67 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. 67. That's a lot. In 13 games. Right? That's <laughs> oh wild. In one season? This guy's insane. So, I, I'm i very excited to have him come here. He will have two years of eligibility remaining. He can mm-hmm. still redshirt a year, mm-hmm. which means if we have Keaton Slovis for this year, maybe Retzlaff backs him up, but can, you know you can play in four games before you redshirt. Yeah. So, maybe Retzlaff comes in in a couple of games. He probably won't come in in a bunch of Big 12 games, right? Because now we're going to be the Big 12. But we could see him early in the season against SUU and Sam Houston. He red shirts, and then we have him as our starter for two years after Slovis leaves. I, that sets us up well for the future. 
Apparently, he really does want to play, though. He said in an interview, I forget with who, that he's coming to Provo to play, to compete, and to win the starting role this year. He really thinks he could. He's got the confidence. He's got the swagger. I like that. I, I don't know if he's going to beat out Keaton Slovis, but the fact that he is going to push Keaton Slovis to become better, and even if he does win the job, like that's incredible, but if he pushes Keaton Slovis to become better, that's that's even a huge boost to, to our football program. Yeah, I think him coming to BYU is nothing but a good thing. Even if he doesn't play, he, we see that he has a lot of potential, and we can develop him. We don't need him this year because we have Slovis. But if he's good enough to play, then that means he's really good. And, you know, what could be better than that? That means he's very, very good, and that means that Slovis will hit the portal in the other portal season after spring ball. <laughs> which, yeah. obviously, you know, we'd like to keep both on the roster, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. We believe in Slovis. He, we think he's a good quarterback yeah, and that he solid. has some really good potential. He stinketh not to me. He stinketh not. Exactly. But endearingly, he does stink. Of course. He stinks. Hey, you stink. <laughs> you stink, like Slovis. Everybody's going to yell that at him as he comes out of the <laughs> You <cell>. stink. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited because we have, we're going to have a real quarterback competition. Mm-hmm. Like, like you guys were both saying. It's somebody to push Keaton Slovis to his limits and get him back to his freshman year form. Because the past few years, he hasn't been like he was his freshman year. So like Dan was saying, it's a net positive. Mm-hmm. You guys remember when we had Baylor Romney and Jared Hall? In their quarterback competition, yeah, I feel like this is that except just a level up a little bit because it's <laughs> a wee bit higher. Yeah, both. I feel like both of these quarterbacks can be better than Jaron Hall was this season, and Jaron Hall wasn't bad. Right, he wasn't amazing. He had some down games, some good games. But I feel like both of these guys could be really good for us. They have higher ceilings than Jaron. I think we can all agree. And the way Aaron Roderick was tweeting around on Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, you know, mm. sound, kind of sound like a boomer there. But uh, <laughs> he seems very, very excited about this Red Slot kid. Okay. Yeah. He is not messing around. He was throwing eyeball emojis all over the place. All the Bill Murray gifts were flying like crazy. He loves himself. Bill, Bill Murray. He yes. loves Bill Murray for whatever reason. <laughs> so if A-Rod's excited about it, I trust A-Rod as a quarterback developer. I think he's going to be a great quarterback yeah. for us someday. Notably not excited about Jacob Conover. Mm-hmm. And he didn't produce for us. So A-Rod knew. It- <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Though he wasn't ever given the opportunity to produce. Don't let facts get in the way of a good story. That's true. (laughs) We don't believe in facts on this podcast. Uh, One final thing about this. Transfer portal. Thumbs up. Thumbs down so far. Thumbs up. Thumbs up? Okay. Thumbs up. It's fine. Okay. I'm I'm going... Not two thumbs up, but, you know, one... Somewhat enthusiastic. Not, you know, over-enthusiastic. Okay. Thumb up. Uh, I, I'm kind of with Dan. I'm, I'm kind of like the emperor, the, the gladiator, whatever thing, yeah, with the sideways thumb. That, the pharaoh or the... What is it? The, the Caesar or something. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix from yeah, Gladiator. I forget I'm that guy. Called. But um, I don't know. I, I We're not at the end of the transfer portal like window yet, and no. so I'm not going to make a firm decision on it yet, but I'm liking the direction we're heading. But we're not done. Right. It's just unfortunate that we lost our good friend named Corbin Green. Yep. Yep. Through the transfer portal. Other than that, I would give it a absolute thumbs up, and that's okay because we have our favorite offensive and favorite defensive player now on BYU, and mm-hmm. it's not close. Yes, and it's it's clear cut now. Mm-hmm. Shout out Quentin Rice and Dom Henry. Much more simple. Yes. All right. Moving on. Uh, unfortunately, the college football playoff national championship was canceled because SoFi Stadium 
is not actually an indoor stadium. It sucks. Nope. It storms inside. Mm-hmm. It's like the Hogwarts house, a great hall with the ceiling yeah. that rains. It's a good analogy. It was like this, inside, except it was only on the TCU fans. So they called the game. They didn't play it. It was canceled. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but it happens. You know? It, it just happens sometimes. But we had two amazing semifinals, and uh, we can just live with those. May the last thing you all remember be TCU beating Michigan. Yes. Yeah. That the was o- the end of the college the football Ohio season. The Ohio State-Michigan game <laughs> never happened. Yep. Sorry, the Ohio State-Georgia uh, game never happened. <clears throat> nope, it didn't happen. The kick never happened. Nope. The targeting call, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yep. Right. I remember right where I was on New Year's Eve. I was just watching the ball drop on ABC, and I had my Martinelli's in my hand, and my Panda oh, Express yeah. in the other hand. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it was it. Panda Express. Oh, is that it, like a it's, tradition? It's a tradition. Yeah. Can't express it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. All right. Um, yeah. So, the BCS National Championship game between TCU and Michigan was a pretty fun one, I think. Yeah. That was a really fun yeah. game. Congrats, TCU. Hypnotoad. Congrats. The Hypnotoad. Does it again. Strikes again. How do you guys feel going into the Big 12 knowing that we have to play a national champion? Mm. You know, I'm just really excited to be part of the Power Four. Mm. Um, okay. Power three, really. Yeah. Power two, when it comes down to it, the Big <laughs> oh, Twelve and the two. Big Ten. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't think there is a single conference. I mean, the ACC is a G G five. Yep. I can't think of a single other conference in the eastern part of the United States. Um, that's a P five. Right. Sun Belt, unfortunately. Sun Belt. Yeah. They're getting there. Yeah. Uh, CUSA. They're kind of all over the place right now. They got some rebuilding yeah. too. The MAC, the MAC, exciting yeah. but not mm. quite top tier. Yeah. And in the West, we have the Mountain West. Uh, can't think of any other Power Five programs out there. Nope. So yeah, it's well, just you, uh, you've got those LA teams, but oh, true. But they'll Big, be yeah. in the Big Ten Big soon. Ten. Big yeah. Ten conference. Yep. Of so we got Big Twelve and Big Ten, the only two power conferences in the nation. Well, that's good news for us as BYU fans. We'll be in the top tier of college football. Yeah, we'll be in the Power Two. Can't wait to compete. The only with. team in the state in one of those conferences. True. That's true. That is a true fact. Uh huh. Yeah. No matter fiction. how much Utah fans want to convince you that the Big Ten wants them. No. <laughs> Sorry. Please. Uh, Rose Bowl. That did happen, by the way. Oh yeah. Let's that did happen. Yeah. We're including mm-hmm. that in our history that is written by the victors. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> the Rose Bowl definitely <laughs> happened. Revisionist. Um. Anyway, college football will be back in 225 days from when you are listening to this. Uh, there's a cool counter at logwork.com slash countdown dash X5CV. Okay. Uh, it counts down. Anyway, Got it. first game of the season was going to be Arizona State, Colorado. It will no longer be Arizona State, Colorado, but we will have some week zero games. I have a question for you guys. Yep. Can either one of you explain to me why the heck Cam Rising's helmet is so big? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It does look very large on his head. It's extremely <laughs> large. It's like he got a beach ball and like cut yeah. out like a face mask and put it on his head oh, but like, it stays inflated he yeah, looks it like does. he's wearing one of the big hats the popular big hats but yeah it's just a helmet yeah this huge hat it's like when like cats have like melons on their heads <laughs> <laughs> that's what cam rising looks like oh my gosh speaking of cam rising coming back to utah next year yeah as well as as well as keithy keithy yeah yeah um anyway wait what about down holker down holker He's at Colorado He's State. In Colorado right? State now. That was, that was he is in Colorado funny. State. Is that a lateral move? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
certainly not. Oh, 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 oh. Check oh. this out. Breaking news. Uh, Cam and his family started researching helmet safety and the effect that weight can have on impacts. I always thought mm. that a heavier helmet meant more protection, mm. said Nico Rising. So, so it's so heavier? Is it a lighter But one? they found out that that's not true. So they went with light helmets. I, I, I don't know. So the the logic right. of the, the the moral of the story is that Cam Rising switches his helmet and tears his ACL in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Don't mess with that stuff, right? Uh, yeah. If you believe in the powers above, you can't just go switching things like that <laughs> in sports. You know, it upsets the football gods. Yeah. Apparently, the brand the helmet is from is mm. um, the earned the highest rating of five stars by the Virginia Tech Helmet Testing Lab. Ooh, oh, Virginia Tech. Did yeah. they also test Russell Wilson's concussion water? Oh. Oh, get this. Not only <laughs> do they make tackle football helmets, but they oh. make flag football and soccer headgear. Okay. Okay. This is, a, this is a real brand. This is something. In Carlsbad, California. Shout out Carlsbad. That's and where my dad works. Cam Rising is wearing their... <laughs> Flag football helmets. NIL deal. That's why he's coming back is because he can make more from that NIL deal than he can in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just one more thing. Yes. College football season is way too short. It is. Oh, my gosh. We all agree on that. It's so sad. Any sports season too long. It's very short. Mm. Mm. Which one? I think they go hand in hand. It's like chicken and the egg, right? Yeah. Interesting. What if, like... Hear me out. Okay. What if we made the college football season longer and healthier for players? Okay. Simply by just like alternating which conferences play on which week. Ooh, interesting. So everybody gets a bye week every other week. So you you essentially almost double the length of the season. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting thought, Justin. And then in the playoffs, you would obviously have like 10-day, 14-day breaks. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We'd have to run that through the computers. Yeah, the computers We'd... would have to take a look at that. Yeah, yes. The computers. Sure. Run it through the BCS or CFP. We'll have to run it through Danny's mock draft. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's mock draft simulator. High-tech mock draft. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a stuff. high computing algorithm. Speaking of mock draft, we have to move on. To the only type of American football that is left. Right yeah. now. Right we're, now. We're in the dregs of the cup, right? We now. are in the dregs of the cup. Um, the NFL playoffs, the no fun league playoffs, begin this weekend. It's the wild card round. Um, wait, wait, wait. Well, super wild card. <laughs> super, super. Excuse me. Watch Thank your you, mouth. Jake. I'm going to have NFL Thank media you, coming down hard super on me. Super wild card. I'm going to get canceled again. Um... So, we want to do something a little fun here. We know that all of our listeners are exactly like us and do not watch the NFL, don't know anything about it. Uh, But it's time to watch football. This is the part of the NFL season that actually does matter uh, to some. Um, Maybe not to us, but more more so to the team. So, we want to do something fun here. We want to talk about the NFL playoffs. We want to give you a royal, strong, and true guide to the NFL playoffs. They're weird. They work differently. And nobody knows the teams and the seeds and the players involved. So, let's start with just a quick overview 
of how the NFL playoffs work because it's much different than March Madness. It's different than the CFP. Uh, so which one of you guys wants to give, maybe just give us a brief intro to how the NFL playoffs work? I'll start here. Okay. So there are two conferences in the NFL. You mm. probably know this. AFC and NFC. Sure. Like the Big 12 and Big 10. Yeah. Okay, yeah, similar. The Power 2. We're going to try and relate this to college football. Yeah. So there you go. The Power 2 conferences in the NFL. Got it. Okay. Um, seven teams from each conference make the playoffs. Wait, seven? Seven. That is an odd number. A not fourteen-team playoff. Not 12, but seven from each conference. Interesting. Um, so there's four divisions within the two conferences. The four winners of each divisions plus the three other best teams with the best records make up those seven. Okay, that actually is reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Reasonable. And then the one seeds from both conferences get a bye. The other six teams play so that there's an even number. And then from there, it's just a normal... Uh, how many teams would that be? There's like four on each side. Yeah. And then two and then one and then Super Bowl. Quarters, semis, final. Exactly. Yeah. Um, each team, each game is played at the higher-seeded team stadium. Ooh, I like home games. That is good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we like that. So there's, there's no, like, neutral sites, no going down to Glendale or, you know, no Cotton Bowls. No SoFi Stadium. Well, actually, the Chargers play in SoFi, so never mind. Yeah. yeah. SoFi. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how it works. Okay. I guess, I, I don't know. Let's get into the, the I don't have any questions. Let's just, we're going to give a brief overview of the teams trying to explain it in ways a royal strong and true listener would understand okay easily so let's start with the one seats okay let's talk about the kansas city chiefs first thing we need to talk about is andy reed who the oscar winning actor for his state farm I commercial, love that commercial legendary in which he <laughs> reportedly reportedly did not draw the mustache on patrick mahomes and the Those rando. sources yeah. say that he threw the marker after Patrick Mahomes asked Allegedly. the question. And he says, we're going to find out who did this. <laughs> we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're gonna get to the bottom. He seems trustworthy. I trust him. He's going to try and get to the bottom. I yeah. trust a man that looks like a walrus wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That's Andy yeah. Reid, also Andy BYU Reed. alum. Yes. BYU Very successful alum. coach in the NFL. The mm. Chiefs are good. Their offense, amazing. Mm. Uh, Andy Reid, legendary uh, challenge flag thrower yeah, yeah. waddles uh-huh. out onto the field, drops it like a dog, like a like a bag of dog poop, yeah. and then walks back. <laughs> so funny, so nonchalant. <laughs> um, the Chiefs are the best, I think. Right? I think they're, the team. they're I, fun. I think I would compare them to a 2019 LSU team. They're good, they know it, and they have a lot of fun just clowning teams by 30 points. And their quarterback is on another level. Yes. Compared to the rest of the league. Patty Mahomes. Andy Reid likes patties, especially hamburger patties, mm-hmm. but yes. also mm-hmm. Patty Mahomes. Put three yeah. or four on the same burger. Mm. He won't mind. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That was his Christmas gift, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Literally, a big they gave him a cheeseburger. <laughs> the team gave him a cheeseburger in a box. Uh, it was probably cold, and he probably ate it anyway. Oh, he probably loved it. He probably has like a microwave like in his locker where mm. he like microwaves oh, wait. burgers. Have you guys had those frozen burgers from costco that's like a complete burger yeah no. in the patty and yeah. everything uh-huh. but it's frozen no just microwave what fun fact they also good. sell them really? in select byu vending machines really what they're, they're not bad i'll say that i gotta get my hands on one of these frozen cheeseburgers a complete hamburger frozen <laughs> incredible okay uh yeah that's kansas city okay uniforms thumbs up thumbs down mm. mid 
mid. I, I will mid. go. So, I was gonna de- deduct points for red. Okay. But it's a different color than the University yeah. of Utah. So look a little more yellowish red. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. they do have like yellow a, also. Like, like the red orange crayon that comes in the Crayola box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seventy six percent yes. Okay. All right. On rotten on rotten tomatoes. Rotten jerseys. On <laughs> rotten jerseys. Seventy six. Also a Patrick Mahomes, uh, State Farm commercial with the rotten jersey. Oh, Where true. Doesn't wash the practice jersey. That poor girl. Uh, yeah, true. Yep. Yeah, hopefully she's okay waking up from her coma State later. Farm loves the Chiefs. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, next to the other one seed, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Um, they're led by Jalen Hurts, the legendary Oklahoma-Alabama quarterback that was drafted singularly because he had incredible five-star wide receivers such as C.D. Lamb all around him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- this team kind of reminds me of my fantasy team every year. We start out amazing, we hold on to our late lead, and then get decimated in the playoffs. Whether or not that will happen to this team, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it could happen pretty easily, especially with injuries. Yes. To Jalen Hurts. Um, my thing to add about this team, they won the NFC Beast division. Mm. Hard what, to do. It, it, yeah. As as a college football fan, what is the NFC Beast? Is that like mm. is that like the Big Ten? That's the Big Ten East, right? Mm. The one that's yes. not Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got like Penn State, Ohio Michigan, State, Michigan, Ohio State. Penn State. Yeah, they yeah. won that division. Wow. So the NFC Beast did not have a single team below five hundred, especially my Commanders, who were especially not below five hundred. Mm. At eight, eight, and one. Nice. <laughs> not below five hundred. Not yeah. below. Fact or fiction? Fact. Exactly. Shout out to the NFC Beast for everyone being over five hundred because they all get to play each other. I know. Yep. <laughs> it, it works out like that. It's like the the meme where the guy's tapping his forehead. He's like, I know. Mm-hmm. Big Ten East or Mac East? Mm. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the Mac divisions off the top of my head. Yeah, honestly, what are they? <laughs> Uh, Buffalo is probably in the East Division. Oh, it is East. Yeah. yeah Mac East. Ohio, Buffalo, Bowling Green, Miami, Ohio, and Kent State. Okay, actually, that's loaded. That's that's loaded. That's that's not bad. I'll tell All right. You. NFC Beast not is a like single the Mac East. team was under 500 in conference in play. In conference. Yo. Okay. All right. We have it there. NFC Beast, Mac Beast. Mac Beast. Right. Two teams were four and four. Let's move on to the next matchup. The two seven between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Hmm. Who uh, are these teams? I'm boycotting this game Ooh, personally because Seattle made me. I, I was unaware of what happened in Seattle, or maybe wherever they were playing. So I watched the Lions game thinking that they were winning in until they won, and I found out that they weren't in. So therefore, yeah, Seahawks right. suck. Go 49ers. Okay. Um, there's one good thing about Seahawks, and that's their quarterback. Mm. Who is not Russell Wilson anymore because they traded him and got a lot of good stuff. Buttload of <laughs> stuff. And now they're better <laughs> without him. <laughs> Geno Smith is balling out somehow. Um, yeah, so in a college football analogy, this is as if um, you were a conference and two okay. of your, you know, sort of flashy, big name teams left. Okay. And then you were better after that huh. happened. Hmm. Huh. Think about I'm just trying to think second. if there was a conference maybe that we were closely related to that had to happen. I don't know. Yeah, It'll come to me. You know, a situation like that is what happened to Seattle this year. Okay, okay. On the other side, we got San Fran. Freddie. 
excuse me, all pro Freddie Warner. All pro. Clap it up for Freddie. That's, That's incredible. Um, he plays for the 49ers, so we obviously kind of like the 49ers. But their quarterback is now Brock Purdy. What? He's an Iowa State product, so we are obliged to dislike him, but it's a great story. He's a grad, you know, five-year guy, comes in in place of porn star Jimmy and is balling out. Um, Excuse me, Jimmy what? Uh, porn star Jimmy? Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, I don't know. I got it from first take. I, I honestly don't know what the reference is. Yeah. Um, His girlfriend. I get the vibe. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get the vibe. That's that, all I got to I get the vibe. This is like a really good Wisconsin team. Or what a really good Wisconsin team is said to have looked like. I've never quite seen a really good Wisconsin a team. A Luke Fickle Wisconsin ah, team. Ah, yes. Uh, or how about Michigan State when they made the playoff? Okay. Okay. Or even Washington when they made the playoff. Okay. Okay. See, these yeah. are good. Our, our listeners are now buying in. They're saying, okay, now I know what this team is. San Fran is. Yeah. yeah. And people love it when we say San Fran. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do like it. It also kind of sounds like a 2009-14 to 14 Alabama team. That... Yeah. Quarterback could be anybody. Quarterback doesn't matter. It could be the next streets Joe. It but could be Mac Jones for Pete. It sakes. could be Mac Jones. <laughs> but they have like a mediocre quarterback, great run game, and a pretty good defense. So that's who San Fran is. Out of the two uniforms, Seattle's all greens make my eyes hurt, so I'm gonna go with San Fran. <laughs> they make me want to puke. Yes. Yeah. San Fran is you know solid uniform colors. Okay. Yeah, San Fran doesn't have to mess with it a whole lot. It's just like it's kinda like UCLA or USC. Yeah. They don't got to mess with it. Just wear your colors. It looks great. And I do kind of like, well, obviously, I forgot to mention Nick Bosa's on there, so obviously Ohio State ties. Mm. I, on the uniforms, I do like the kind of like old Western style font. Yeah. yeah. I, I like yeah. that. It's a good font. Uh, another helmet, Greg Kittle's helmet. Disgusting. Get it out, get it out of here. Mm. Have you guys seen this? I have the, not. The other shaped one. Yeah. It looks like Greg he's got an aircraft Kittle's carrier on his head. Helmet. It's ridiculous. Oh, the one with the bump on the top? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the, the weird new face helmet. mask. Oh, that yeah. That looks like a, a baby that, that was just born. Weird. and <laughs> Their head changes shape. Yeah. No, that's... Well, hey, anything for uh, brain safety. Yep. Okay. Yes. All in the name of brain safety. So that game is on Saturday. Super wild card Saturday at 2.30 on Fox. Okay. Um, the other Saturday game is at 6.15 on NBC. Hey, this might be a preview of Big Ten primetime games on NBC and Saturdays in two years. Oh, that would be fun. That's all I'm going to say. Some people are calling this the Justin Bowl. Oh? Because what? it's the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the LA Chargers. <laughs> I got a lot to explain here. Okay. okay. First of all... Give it to us. Why was I a Chargers fan growing up? Well, the same reason anybody's a fan of their NFL team. Proximity. San they Diego were Chargers. in San Diego. Why was I a Jaguars fan? Really, I don't have much Proximity. of a connection. But my older brothers <laughs> did because Mercedes Lewis's mom lived next to my great-grandma or something like that or in the same neighborhood and they got signed rookie cards when he got drafted and it was cool and yeah That's awesome. so they were jackson because of proximity then exactly just like the los Social angeles proximity. rams broke my dad's heart when they moved to st louis the san diego chargers broke my heart when they moved to los angeles so mm. i disowned them forever making me a jaguars fan which is very convenient in this case 2017 should have been AFC champions. Mm. It was rigged. Tom Brady. 
But now these two teams are playing each other. And I feel torn apart. Interesting. One, because I vowed never to cheer for the Chargers again. Okay. But another, because I vowed a long time ago, probably on this podcast. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, Maybe it was before the podcast. But to never cheer for Trevor Lawrence. I'm sure you said that on the podcast as well. That yeah, it's kind of a recurring theme. I'm kind of at an impasse here. Okay, and I don't really know what to do. So I'm just uh, I'm cheering for for good football. Mmm, a yeah. good game for the crest. For the crest. You're like uh, Rob Lowe, <laughs> is that his name? Who wore the NFL? The NFL. Hat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's Justin. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. I, yep. I can understand that. Uh, the Chargers are very good on paper. Yeah. But. Something always seems to go wrong. They're like a car that Jeremy Clarkson built in his oh, garage. No, <laughs> except those don't usually look that good. Uh, they're very snake bitten. Yeah, I relate this to mm. Wiley Coyote or Tom from Tom and Jerry. Mm. They're always so close, but they can never quite catch it, and always comes back to like slap them in the face with a two by four wielded by a mouse or something. Exactly. That's kind of the Chargers in a nutshell. The Chargers are the embodiment of the Pac-12 trying to have an undefeated champion <laughs> at the end of the year. Amen. That's great. Great great college football analogy, Justin. Yep. And the Jaguars are basically the Clemson of the NFL because their quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> their running back is Travis Etienne. Etienne. Yeah. I don't know. Etienne. Uh, pr- pronunciation. More English. I don't mind. Etienne. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, somehow they made the playoffs. They bounced back from their uh, Urban Meyer season. Like a six-game win streak they're on or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they have a motto that says, teal with it. Ooh, I get it. Teal I good. get it. Yeah, teal with good. it being one good. of their colors. Duval. Unfortunately, they don't have those uh, blue to black gradient helmets mm. that are matte also with the Jaguar on the side. <laughs> That was something else. That was something else. I stand corrected. They're on a five-game win streak. They Ooh. lost to the Lions. Okay. By a lot. By a lot. Apparently. By a lot. 40 to 14. Well, it's a good <laughs> thing they're playing the Chargers. Yep. Uh, so, who are we rooting for in this one? I mean, Justin's just rooting for a good, good game. A good game. Yeah. I think, for me, it's I'm obviously L.A. because I hate Trevor Lawrence. The, J- the Jags are a good team. I just... I can't do it. I can't root for Trevor Lawrence. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe we should mention Justin Herbert is a quarterback for LA. True. I, I feel I like, like Herbert. He's, he's you know respectable. Yeah, he's a likable guy. Yeah, he's a likable guy. Fun guy. Good good football player. I'll tell you what. The Chargers have a knack for finding likable guys to play quarterback. Mm. True. Philip Rivers, who was the likable yeah, guy. He's like a fun dad character. Yeah. <laughs> Trash talking somebody after making a ninety yard touchdown pass. Ninety eight yards. You see that? You see that? The most white country trash talk ever. But uh, yeah, they just have a knack for it. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for for Justin Herbert. Just while we're on the topic, he was at Oregon. Mario Cristobal completely handcuffed him. Yep. Didn't let him cook. Mario Cristobal. And then he goes to the Chargers. And their coach, I, was it Brandon Staley is the coach? I don't, really I don't know. know. NFL coaches. I'm just, that name just came to mind. That could be <laughs> we'll go someone with else. He Brandon does the same thing Mario Cristobal did. Sanderson could be their coach. <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> He's busy writing another 850-page novel. Goodness. Um, the, he's handcuffing Justin Herbert the same way. He won't let him cook, so I kind of feel bad for the guy, but maybe he can win in spite of him. Anyway, he does have a cannon. He, he has a cannon. Does have a cannon. Interesting. 
Uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's we've do got it. three Sunday games to get through. Okay, let's just start at the top then. 11 a.m. Uh, this one will be on during church. Don't need to watch this one. This one is going to be an absolute, uh, what's the word? Thwomping. Thwomping. Shellacking. Shellacking. I'll go patootling. Shaboodlinoggering. Shaboodlinoggering. Okay. Beat down. Beat down. Oh, okay, <laughs> going a little bit classic. Um, it's going to be a cl- good old-fashioned beans on toast Brexit. Oh, <laughs> oh Brexit. All right, that's the pinnacle. Um, Tua is out with a concussion. He's the same as he always was in college, though, surrounded by electric wide receivers that make him look better than he actually is. Yep. Um, who's going to be the starting quarterback for this game? I don't even um, know. I, I think know it is Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has Teddy Two Gloves. Them, yeah. I think so. That anyway, I'll right. look it up. Regardless, um, they are on a not a hot streak, a cold streak. I must. I guess we yep. could say a freezing streak. Pretty cold. Uh, which is bad for Miami because they like the warm weather down there. They've lost five straight games before winning their very last game, but they do have some uniforms that pop. It is not Teddy Bridgewater. Oh no! It is ex Kansas State quarterback oh, Skyler no. Thompson. Skyler Thompson. What? Kansas State quarterback should never even be mentioned in the same name as a starting quarterback job. Oh, here's a fun fact about the Dolphins. <clears throat> is it fun? When they played at SoFi Stadium, it was 55 degrees outside, and they had to bring heaters to their bench. <laughs> They're playing at Buffalo, where the temperature will be in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and they have lost nine straight outdoor games below 40 degrees. Mm. Big surprise coming so, from Florida. Not a good assignment for them to go play in Buffalo. Okay. Interesting. Uh, any notes about uh, Buffalo? Mm. The Bills? Josh Allen. I gotta know. That's about it, right? Diggs, Wyoming Stephon guy. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Diggs is good. Josh Allen slings it. Maryland, actually. Oh, yeah, he did. Go the, Terps. The flag. But he wouldn't come to Washington to play in the NFL, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, I would say the narrative, the overarching mm-hmm. narrative of the NFL, because yeah. we all know it's rigged for you know numbers and it's stuff. It's not a sports league. It's entertainment. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, whistleblower podcast go listen to it it's yeah. very good but with the, the whole Damar Hamlin thing he's yeah. been discharged from the hospital awesome news um, I think Buffalo is the narrative's favorite yeah, like to the win the Super Destiny right yeah. they're the feel good story there'll be a movie about it something I don't know yep I'm declaring it now the Buffalo Bills how many Super Bowls in a row did they lose in the 80s like four or something three or four yeah yeah they're going to one up that by losing one more in a row starting this year than they did in the 80s. Oh, oh here comes a nasty streak for the Bills. I am all in for that. Um, I am kind of confused by Buffalo's uniforms. They love to wear all red as well as all blue. Yeah. Yeah, I think the all blue looks better. They're like a color rush team. Yeah. yeah. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Mm. Are they wearing the red or the blue? I like them both. Honestly. It's good for me, right? Like, it's good for us as viewers. Yeah, that's true. They'll, they'll probably wear all red against the, the Miami's all, like, turquoise. Yeah. Mm. That would be interesting. That would be kind of fun. Can we get blue on turquoise? Yeah. Ooh. Like a, a royal versus a turquoise. Colorblind. I know the Animation. NFL really loves to pander to the colorblind audience. I don't know that whole thing. Yeah, they're, they're getting too woke, that NFL. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're colorblind, just uh, stop. Just don't be. Just <laughs> see colors. 
Don't we know someone who's colorblind? I feel like I feel like we do. I can't remember who it is. If you're listening to this right Anyways, now, please DM us. I think that. I actually know like three people that are colorblind. Like, My dog's I'm colorblind. Blind. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Okay, speaking of dogs, <laughs> Dog. we've got um, the New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. The Vikings are a three seed, hmm? despite having a point differential of exactly zero. What? Yep. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> That's impressive, honestly. That is impressive. They were playing for that the whole season, I bet you. Yeah. They probably did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, the Vikings also have Kairos Tonga. Yep. Uh, he has been probably BYU's most missed player that oh, yeah. has left in the past five years. I, that's true. Like honestly. Tyler and Zach and Puka, like these will all be missed. But Kyrus Tonga, bro, he ate up like three linemen per play, especially on fourth and goal on offense. Yes. When Kalani would throw him in there, dude, where the heck did that go? We know. didn't even see it once this year. We went two for 30. I know. Why we can't could... we put Blake Freeland in at quarterback and have him do a QB <laughs> yeah. sneak? He played quarterback. Like, I. Anyway, getting back to the no fun league. Yeah, true, true. They're playing the Giants. The Giants have a dookie at quarterback, yeah, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Um, this is not basketball, so I, just a reminder. So, a Duke player is usually not a good sign. Definitely not. <laughs> um, their fans hate their wide receivers, and I think they hate their coach, too. Um, so, like yeah. Danny said earlier, he's glad he's not a Giants fan, right? Very much so. <laughs> um, I compare this to any Arizona school in football. Okay. They're just a flash in the pan. They may have one quarterback that people try and convince you he's good. Then yeah. you watch him and he's like, this guy sucks. He's not good. He's not good. And then they get absolutely housed whenever they play anybody remotely good, much like BYU does to Arizona schools. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my connection there. Yeah, and just like the Dolphins, the Giants started off the season really well, but then uh, things went a little south, except for when they were playing my Washington Commanders. Mm. But yeah, besides that, they are just not good anymore. Uh, so will this be a beatdown, or will this just be like a classic 6-9 to nine slugfest? The Vikings are going to mm. win this game, and I'm going to tell you why right now. Okay. Why is that? The game is not on a Monday night. Yes. So Kirk Cousins' Monday night curse does not apply. Yep. Therefore, he will go off. Kirk Thuggins will be in full effect. He will be shirtless on the plane once again wearing all the chains. All those chains. So give Mm. me the Vikings dub. All right. Bad Bunny style for Kirk Cousins. The nail on the head. Uh, Next game is the Sunday night game. We got the Ravens at the Bengals. AFC North, right? Am I getting that right? Yes. I think so. Let's go. That's a gold star for me. Anyway. I don't know why this game is going to be on Sunday night because Lamar Jackson's not going to play. He's probably got explosive diarrhea again. Tyler Huntley's been injured the last couple of weeks. Good thing we don't have to see him play because he's so poo-poo. So it's probably going to be Anthony Brown again. (laughs) A rookie out of Oregon. Do you guys remember this guy? I do, yeah. We made so many many jokes about him in the Fastest 15. I do remember. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't remember. I had to look him up. You kept saying, but Anthony browned his pants on the Yes. Oh, nah, okay. I remember there now. Go, there you go. Anyway, he's yeah. going to be playing quarterback. And let's be honest, did the Ravens have anything besides Lamar Jackson? They have nothing but injuries, I'll tell you that. Ah, much. yes. Yeah. Snake bitten. Probably one of the most injured teams in the playoffs. So, nice. are the Ravens the BYU of the NFL? Mm. Mm. They did have Dennis Pitta. True. And Tyson Williams. True. We used to have him, if I'm not mistaken. One championship. 
and mm. injury-ridden teams ever since. Yeah. Yeah, true. With uh, that's, that's probably fair. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're a BYU fan, obviously you're gonna root for the Ravens. Yep. Uh, the Bengals on the other side. Okay, this is what we were alluding to earlier. Uh, our good friend Dan, right here. Uh, he is also known as his alias, Joe. Brr. Joe. Joe. Brr. Joe Bro. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. I love that one. So Dan, uh, how are you feeling about this game? Your Bengals kind of been up and down. Like they could have finished on a better note, but obviously extenuating circumstances. So how are you feeling about this? Yeah, you know, as a normal you know fan of the NFL, you know, not really connected to the Bengals in any way. I think you know, I hope they do well. I'll say that. Do you have any worries about playing a, an AFC North rival in Week One of the playoffs in Super Wild Card Weekend? The Ravens are known for their defense, mm. some hard hitters. So I have, I'll, I mean, Joe Burrow will have to be aware of Good that catch. and try, you know, stay safe out there. I, I'll right. say. But yeah, I think the Bengals should win this one easily. Okay. Uh, I I kind of look at the Bengals as kind of like a Lincoln Riley Oklahoma team, mm. explosive offense, not a ton of defense, and yeah. can never really quite get to the top. Yeah. They made it to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. Good quarterbacks. You know. Pretty good quarterbacks. Joe Burrow's better than any Oklahoma quarterback, I'll say. Mm, unbiased opinion. But yeah, I, I like that analogy. Doesn't don't the Bengals have like that one like super big like super charismatic white defensive end though? Uh, Sam Hubbard. Is that who it is? Sure. I don't know. Sam Hubbard. You can't be asking me a deep yeah, background no, question. Yep, yep, That's it. it. Sam okay. Yep, uh-huh. Jared just pulled he's, that out of his butt. He's an Ohio State guy. That's why. He went to Archbishop Moeller High School. He's an Ohio State guy, really? Yeah, Sam Hubbard. Yeah, Ohio State Buckeyes. His parents are Jim and Amy Hubbard. Oh, okay. According to Wikipedia. Congrats, Jim and Amy. Yeah. On your son. They're probably super rich now. Oh, (laughs) fun fact. He was actually born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh. Hometown boy. Yeah, he's just an Ohio guy through and through, I guess. Poor guy. He's been in Ohio his entire life. He's playing for Harambe. Yep. City for Harambe. Right. So, obviously, the Bengals then. Yep. Also, their whiteout uniforms, they should just wear every single week regardless. Yes, those white tigers. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Next up, we got uh, two teams that literally makes me want to shove my face seven inches through the computer screen. Nice. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys. I I can't say the Dallas Cowboys without cringing. (laughs) Yep. Gosh, Cowboys. And the Tampa Bay Buck of Poops. The Buck of Poops. The buck of poops. I like that. With Tom Poopy and the TB pooped method. (laughs) Is Tom Brady washed? Let's just start. (laughs) Yes. He's so old. He is so old. I don't think he has it anymore. Nope. Are they like 8 and 8 or something? Or like. They're 8 and 9. 8 and 9. Yes. They won their their division. (laughs) 8 and 9. Yeah, I love when people are like, you know, Tom Brady's old, but it's the playoffs. And Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. I personally don't see it. I, I don't see it either. He, I think his his time is done in this league. I agree. It's sad watching him. It's like when Peyton Manning was ending the, his career. It was like, yeah. should have retired two years ago, Drew bro. Brees did the same Drew thing, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, no, Drew like Brees. Five yards. Yeah, yep. Drew Brees was a painful one. Uh, anyway, on the Cowboys, um, uh, first off, this game is funny because ESPN just loves Monday Night Football. They're literally broadcasting this on every single channel 
that is affiliated with ESPN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ESPN it's ABC Two, ABC, ESPN Plus, ESPN U, ESPN News. It's probably on Disney Plus. Yeah, you could probably go stream it on there. Um, anyway, the Cowboys, America's team. Can we all disavow that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hands Absolutely. Up. Um, Dak is supposedly the answer. Mm. What is one good thing you have seen from Dak Prescott besides his hip warmups? It's funny how bad he is. Okay. His his beard is trimmed well. Oh, okay. Good take. Good that's, take. That's about all I got. I like that's how sick. he gets sacked wearing a purple uniform in the Hulu live sports commercial with oh, the Housewives. Yeah, that's that, true. The that Housewives yeah. Yeah. sacks him out of bounds. Like, he made Mississippi State relevant for a sec. True. Oh, we kind of all missed that, didn't we? Wasn't that while we were gone? It was no. Like 2017? No, I think it was 2016. Was it 2016? Yeah, a little older. Uh, let me look it up. Dak Prescott College. <laughs> I just saw Dak. your Zeke roast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Zeke was maybe one of the most phenomenal running backs I've ever seen at Ohio State. Yeah, I love Zeke. He goes to the Cowboys, has like a, a stellar rookie year, and then he let the money go to his head. And also his stomach. <laughs> he used to be pulling up his shirt and stuff, cool. like in the Oregon and Alabama games. Now he can't do that. At least not voluntarily. His stomach just makes its way out of his shirt yeah. because it's it's very big. And he's got like a piercing on every bodily orifice. <laughs> um, I don't know. The NFL has not been kind to my boy Zeke. So I've got a college comparison for the Cowboys. Love so it. that you listeners can you know, get an idea of who this team is. Okay. Cowboys are a huge brand, supposedly the most valuable team in the NFL. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking but they don't they don't win championships. They barely win games. <laughs> um, you know, hmm. they they get some good players, individual players, but hmm. their team is never good. Okay, so my comparison is from the same state as the Dallas Cowboys. It's Wait. the Texas Longhorns. Oh, ding 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 ding! You see it? You see nice. It? Yeah, that's good. I was gonna say Miami, but Texas is even better. They're it, Texas, just right down the road. Yep. Wow, that's Owl that's incredible. Um, For so it's worth. Uh, Dak Prescott <clears throat> played at Mississippi State from 2012 to 2015. Gotcha. Oh wow. So I was way off. Yep. That just shows you how relevant he really was. Because mm-hmm. I didn't remember him. <laughs> was he on the team? No, he wasn't on the team. Fourth in Heisman voting in 2015. Oh, shoot. interesting. 2015, mm. KU played Cardale Jones or something. Oh, I don't know if that's his year. But Cardale Jones was 14 and 15. Ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Ballpark. That, this is bringing all sorts of bad news back. Know, that was frustrating Ohio State years. 2015 Heisman winner was, in fact, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Speaking man. of Derrick Henry. Sean Watson was around then. The, the last game, I saw some highlights of Derrick Henry. He loves just shoving like 120 pound cornerbacks in the next week. Yeah. But as soon as he goes up against like anybody that weighs more than a chicken, he gets destroyed. It's like you see all these highlights of him stiff arming some numb nuts corner, but then if he goes up against a DN or a linebacker, he gets toasted. Anyway, yeah. that was my little rant about Derrick Henry. He's not in the playoffs, so we don't care about him. Yep. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, are we leaning one way or the other? Because it seems like both of these teams are going to try and hand the other team a victory. Mm. Yeah, but that's a good way to put it. I think the Buccaneers are, they definitely stumbled into the playoffs despite their best efforts. Uh, the Cowboys have the better record, but because they're in a, a better division and didn't win their division, they got the lower seed. 
Um, it seems like the Cowboys will be favorites, but in Cowboy fashion, they will lose the game, and Tom Brady will get all this credit for you know an amazing game. Mm, that's true. what I see happening. The media machine. Uh, that's yeah. good. That's good take, Dan. I don't like Stephen A. Smith anymore. Mm. Okay. I I'm neutral toward him. But I do think it's hilarious how much he hates the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. True. So just for the fact that I want to see him with a ridiculously oversized cigar in his mouth with a yeah. ridiculously oversized <laughs> cowboy hat on, Very strutting smug. through his house, all <laughs> smug-like, just because of that fact, I want to see Tampa Bay beat the Dallas Cowboys. You guys bring up a very good point with the media machine, Stephen A. Smith. It's going to be on ESPN. Mm-hmm. You know Stephen A. is going to be all over this broadcast. Oh, yeah. oh yes. And as the NFL is, as we've stated, rigged for money and views and, and narratives. Thank you, Aisha Curry. Wouldn't it be too <laughs> perfect if Stephen A. Smith was on the call for a colossal Cowboys collapse? Like, it would. Like the, he was the play-by-play guy? Oh, yeah. Put him in the broadcast. I guarantee you, booth. he's going to be all over this. It is, And they're going to choke Stephen it away. Stephen A. Smith doing color <laughs> Imagine this. Imagine this. So, Stephen A. Smith gets called in the last three minutes of the broadcast while the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kneeing the clock out. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith gets called in the last few minutes just to call Tampa Bay taking those knees. That would be hilarious. That would be apoplectic. That would, would be pay, incoherent. I would pay $5. I would literally pay $5 <laughs> to access a broadcast where Stephen A. Smith calls the last five minutes of the game. Justin, I bet you would even give up that free box of cookies you got just to yeah, watch that. I don't feel good about that free box of cookies. I, I would give it up to the authorities if they called and asked. You know, if, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Hebrew J. Grant or something. Or maybe Mazer. Oh, Carl G. Mazer. He's like, if you draw a circle around me and tell me not to leave it, I will die before I cross that line. (laughs) You cross that line, Justin, with those cookies. Shame on you, Justin. Next episode of Real Strong True coming to you from the Utah State Penitentiary. (laughs) Justin is serving 36 minutes for a box of chip cookies. I'm sorry. Do we need another Uh, penalty? (laughs) <laughs> um, any last thoughts about the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend? Are, are fans allowed to watch now? I have two thoughts. Okay, Justin. Time and switch. my two thoughts are this. Don't even worry about the NFL. Watch the Super Bowl when it happens in like February, right? Yeah. With so. food. Ample food and commercial watching. Yes. Makes it bearable. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Wait for the Super Bowl. Maybe tune in for like half a playoff game here or there. And then, on February 18th, sit down for some real football. Turn on ABC, where you will see the first XFL game Ooh, of the season. Revamped XFL. February 18th. And then, when that season ends in, on April, let me see, on April 22nd. Sorry, April 23rd, actually. Okay. Then That's the regular playoffs. season. That's the regular season. Then, you can sit down and watch the USFL. Who starts, it appears, I had it up, April 16th. Okay. Okay. So you get the XFL, the USFL, and then there's like the draft and whatever, who cares. But then there's college football. But then college yes. football will be back. Yeah. All right. Now hopefully hold us over until we get real football again. And I if think... I'm not mistaken, Indian cricket is also going on right now. Oh, oh yeah. And let it. This is actual Indian. That was not a racial slur. Yep, it was nope. actually cricket in India. Yes. Jared, you canceled it's again. The, uh, <laughs> it's like a it's like racial Indian slur. Indian Super League or Premier League. I don't 
The India Premier League. The IPL, yeah. The IPL. Yep. I like that. Yep. Okay, at 1 a.m., four hours from now, oh. India plays Sri Lanka. Ooh, in a, rivalry game. In yeah. a best two of three series in which, in, uh, I will say, <laughs> Indiana, <laughs> because of the IND, India already leads 1-0. Let's go India. Interesting. Maybe next episode we'll bring you a full breakdown on how yeah, cricket works. Maybe we'll be a cricket podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sri Lanka's got a cool flag. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, we've been going for a while already, but oh, oh, Justin, a Sri Lanka flag. Oh, flag well, Sri Lanka. So is that a uh, bad flag? A lion holding a sword? I yes. believe so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you can get a nice bedspread. I kind of want that. Wait, that's kind of interesting. That's pretty clean. It's like a rug. Uh, and then a doormat on the yeah. flag. On yeah. the same flag, yeah, yeah. Next to each other. You can get a car hood cover flag. Okay. In case you're interested. Not a bad idea. Sorry, this is a bad podcast. <clears throat> Let's move on. This is great. This is talking Sri Lanka with the Royal Strong True Podcast. Uh, should we move on to college basketball now? It's uh, time. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to go super in-depth because we will have uh, a great many weeks. Uh, but we do want to kind of catch viewers up on college basketball because now we know all of our viewers are just barely tuning into college basketball. So let's get them caught up a little bit on BYU. They, oh, got, they, they have a game today, if you're listening to this on the correct day. Um, and then let's kind of just dive into just a little bit of college basketball as a whole. So BYU had a road uh, split. They lost to LMU in quite possibly one of the ugliest games we've seen in the Mark Pope era. Disgusting. And then we went out and beat San Diego by 20, which was helped along by a 8-minute and 45-second scoreless drought by San Diego. Thank you, San Diego. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, San Diego. That's very classy. That. You know, that's like us leaving. They're just kind of giving us a little box of cookies. In the yeah, Jenny Craig Pavilion. <laughs> box of cookies. <laughs> yes, which we have all been to. Fantastic yes. venue. Yes. Nice, nice place. Fantastic venue for a Shakespearean theater. Very yes. cute. Yeah. Beautiful campus. Yeah. Gorgeous campus. Do you guys remember how long we waited at that light to turn left into campus? <laughs> oh, my god. We waited like a mile-long line. I swear. <laughs> They're not built for the BYU crowd. I'll yes. Oh, goodness. There are more cars in that line than students at USD. <laughs> I've actually been to the Jenny Craig Pavilion twice now. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, yeah. My, when my brother, when he played basketball at Cal State Monterey Bay. Okay. okay. Uh, it was like an exhibition game, D2 versus the USD, D1. And uh, my brother's team lost by two points, I think. Oh, hey. Wow. So. Pretty good. What does that say about San Diego? All right, uh, moving on. Not a blue blood. Going back to San Diego. <laughs> so, where does that put us with beauty basketball? What are our expectations, and what realistically do we want from this team? Or is it kind of just mail it in, hope for a good game every week? Mm, let me tell you my thoughts. Damn. Floor is yours. We will not be making the NCAA tournament. Okay. Barring an extreme tournament events. <laughs> the NIT doesn't matter. Nope. So I say we develop our young guys who will be transitioning us into the Big 12. Um, guys like Dallin Hall, Richie Saunders. Um, Foos and Atiki will be with us as well for a while. And I want us to try to be competitive in, in every game. Obviously, we have no motivation to tank and lose every game because no draft. no draft. So let's try to be competitive in every game while playing your future. I guys. like that. That's, that's how I feel about it. 
I feel a certain kind of way. Let's put this in basketball terms that we might understand as a listenership. Okay. Let's say you found the most competitive Vasa for pickup basketball. Everyone there is like six foot five, throwing lobs, dunking all over the place. Played at Missouri State two years ago. Exactly. But then you sort of do 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 do. You're sitting there, you're watching, and this like twelve year old fat kid, like fat white kid that's already balding, wearing a headband and goggles shows up. Yeah, and a mouth the guard. goggles. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like a clear mouth guard <clears throat> that goes on top of his Invisalign, <laughs> so he's like double mouth guarded. He shows up. He's all he, he just walked into the gym and he's already sweating through his NBA jersey that is like pirated and is like t-shirt material. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says like Toronto Rapskers. Yeah. He's wearing and one shorts he got from Walmart. And one, yeah. Love, love that. Those. And he's wearing Shaq basketball shoes. Love the Shaqs. You know on any given game he can suck it up, like, terribly. Or, with his shot that's, like, broken off to the side and the release behind his neck will somehow go 7 of 7 from the three-point line and single-handedly win the game for the for the team that he's on. I, that is BYU basketball this year. Okay. <laughs> that's beautiful. I was so confused on where you're going with that, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, you tied it all together perfectly. That's that. Okay. I guess... Um, so we, we mentioned <laughs> we have Gonzaga. We do. Gonzaga's not number one or number two or number three yet, really. They're somewhat down to mm-hmm. number nine. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Still good, but you know, not one of those premier teams this year. Is a win possible, do you think? Or would that be you know, fool's gold? I will say that Gonzaga does look gettable. Mm-hmm. Okay. They almost lost USF at USF. That was yes. a ref show. WCC refs. Absolutely. Yep. Caked it. I always got to factor that in. Yep. At one point, they were down by 15 at Santa Clara. And they came back and won that game. And now they're going to BYU. Yep. This is going to be a crazy game just because the refs are going to be absolutely wild. You yeah, absolutely know. They're going to, yep. like, one of two things is going to happen. Drew Timmy is going to get every call known to mankind. Yep. Oof. Or Spencer Johnson will somehow have found a way to take eight charges. Yes. <laughs> Seven of which are on Drew Timmy. And he's fouled out. Plus two. <laughs> Fouling out. It's going to be a weird game. They do look gettable, but I, I just fear that they've been playing with their food a little bit. They're, you know, they're, it's coming into the later part of the season. They're finding their identity more. <laughs> and they basically just hustled the entire WCC just to blow BYU out in the Marriott Center for their very last time. Maybe playing there so yeah i i'm kind of in between i we can definitely beat them a win is definitely possible it's in the cards but let's be honest gonzaga doesn't get a lot of games on national exposure now that they're in the wcc no they played on espnu the other night they were playing on like the wcc network stadium online feed that you can get better streaming from your mom's fridge uh (laughs) but they're going bag to be playing. Alert. Major bag <laughs> alert. They're going to be playing BYU seven thirty on ESPN. I think that's a good time. I think they used those last two games to prepare to try out different things, so that when they come to the Marriott Center, everyone knows that BYU is a great place to play. BYU may be down, but the Marriott Center is always rocking, and Gonzaga is going to show out and try and win by fifty. 
That being said, I think we have a definite chance to win. Ken Palm only has Zags favored by four. What the? Okay. Huge. Wow. So I think okay. it's definitely possible. I think if we were to pull it out, it would be because of what Justin said. We are going to have to get some help from the rest. Because if Drew Timmy pulls a Drew Timmy and goes to the free throw line 35 times, yep. we're not going to win. But if we get some help and get at least a fair game, then I think we can do it. And we're going to need to hit our shots, obviously, which you cannot count on from this BYU basketball team. Go figure. Not at all. Tell me if you've heard that before. If this comes down to free throw shooting... No, oh, we're screwed. <laughs> we are absolutely we're screwed. screwed. <laughs> like, there's no possible way. Like, what are we shooting? Like, a, like 48% from the free throw line? Uh, we've said Foos is our leading free throw percentage. Uh, he leads the team in free throw percentage, and it's like 59.8. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Not <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Gonzaga will show up this week. They care about playing BYU and beating BYU. Um, I hope The Rock shows up as well. True. To, you know, make things interesting. But I would not get my hopes up too much for a win in this one, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to pose a hypothetical to you guys. It's our last season in WCC. We're going to play St. Mary's and Gonzaga once each at home for the last time. Would you rather beat Gonzaga or St. Mary's? Because mm. I know my answer, but I wanted to hear from you guys. I have an answer. Dan. My answer is... St. Mary's. That's my answer. Interesting. Justin. Can I ask you a counter question? Yes. Are Kelly Olenek... Is Kelly Olenek in the stands for the Gonzaga game? Mm. One. Probably not. And the other question is... Della Vidova in the stands for the St. Mary's game? Maybe. Who knows what he's up to these days. Delhi. He's probably like gangbanging somebody in Australia. Wait. Kelly Olenek... Plays for the Jets. <gasps> Wait, he might he's, actually be in, he's the, in the state. Let's say yes to both of them. Why wouldn't he show up to this game? Interesting. True. Good point. Hmm. Dirty. Randy. Randy Bennett, the literal devil. The the savior of our podcast. The savior <laughs> of <laughs> our podcast, also, somehow. Uh, so thank you, Randy Bennett. We hate you. I'm going to go with if St. Mary's has somebody that looks like a Seder again, St. Mary's. If yeah. St. Mary's does not have a Seder player this year, highly unlikely, then Gonzaga. <laughs> okay, we're all in agreement. It's St. Mary's, I think. I think losing to Gonzaga at home is like, oh, well, right? They're Gonzaga. Yeah, just another loss. But this is St. Mary's. This is like the team that we hate. We cheer for Gonzaga when they're not playing BYU, but we do not cheer for St. Mary's under any circumstances. Never. I will never. I do not want to watch fat Randy Bennett and some Seder-looking guy yep. waltz off the court at the Marriott Center after beating us at home for the last time. I do not want that to happen because you know St. Mary's isn't going to leave California to come play BYU in a non-con game. And mm. Mark Pope has been afraid to go two places to play people. So, oh, we got the roster Seder. here. Who do we got? Seder, Seder watch, this guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we have this guy that three. looks like a depressed French poet. I could see a Seder okay. with this guy, number five, too. We Seder got a, kind of guy over He's here. got knobbly knees. Knobbly <laughs> knees. Interesting. Though they got their classic, like, tall white guys with shaggy hair. They have a lot of white sweaty. guys. Yeah, they do. For sure. Yeah, we need to beat this them. This guy did not do his hair for picture day. Nope. Shame. 
They do have Afro be. Man though. Shout He's out Afro Man. He's literally got like a cowlick in the back sticking up too. <laughs> Shout out to the St. Mary's like editing team for not fixing anyone's hair. Love that. Okay. So that's a BYU basketball. More <laughs> good podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as far as college basketball as a whole, we're going to start covering that a little more in our episodes. We don't want to mm-hmm. cover everything all at once and have a fire hose type of situation. We also don't know everything right We now. also, yeah. <laughs> we're just barely starting to watch these games. The we season just well. started, okay? Right, right. We got, what, three days under our belt? Yeah. Yeah. So to start off, um, Jared and I have already looked at the – AP poll for college basketball. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have Justin try and guess the top five teams off the top of his head. In order, as ranked by In the order. A- In order, as ranked by the AP poll, One right? One through five. Is, is that what we're going AP through? AP poll. AP poll. Uh, let me pull up my key here. Yeah, don't let Justin see. Okay. This is going to be fun. This is a fun game. Do you want to give us a top five and then have us grade it? Or do you want to go one by one and we tell you yes or no? Do the whole five. First. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So I know Purdue recently lost. Okay. So give me Houston one. Okay. Okay. Purdue two. Okay. Um, who else is good? Uh, oh, shoot. Um, I'm panicking. Uh, Alabama three. Okay. Because I think they're doing well right now. Um, shoot. The Blue Buds are doing poorly, I think. Give me UCLA four. Okay. Okay. And, uh, um, Nuts. <laughs> awesome. Awesome podcast. Um, I, I'm lost. So, Eastern Michigan, five. Okay. Right. Dan, how should we grade this? Should we tell them? Um, I mean, honestly, it was better than I would have done. I totally forgot about the Big 12. I forgot the Big 12. <laughs> I should have said everyone in the Big 12. Way better than I would have done. Yeah. Better Houston, than I probably could Houston have Houston is number one. Bing, bing, bing. You got let's, the most important. Let's give him three points for that one. All right. Okay. Let's give him five points. Five points because he got it correct. correct. Yeah. Good. Number two is Kansas. Ah. Should have got that. It's Big 12 team, yo. Doing pretty well. I should have got that. The Blue Blood, who's actually good this year. Yes. Yeah, I should have got that. <laughs> then we have Purdue. Okay. Which guess. you kind of got. Yeah. Close. We'll, we'll give you one point for that one. And then we have Alabama. Again, Ooh, one point. Yes. Look, you got three out of five. That's really good. Heck yeah. Number five is Tennessee. Ten- wow, Tennessee. Yeah. Interesting. And your other guess is UCLA and Eastern Michigan are both unranked. Dang. Actually, no, UCLA is ranked. Shoot. They're seven. They're seven. Hey, look I, I skipped over them. They're okay. seven. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. I yeah. don't think you skipped over Eastern Michigan, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> they they have a Moni Bates. Eastern Michigan ranked. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a little surprising. I'm Alabama? Never would have gotten that one. Yeah. I will say the only reason I knew that one is because I saw commercials of, like, the Alabama-Kentucky game or whatever while I was watching mm. the football game. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been a really – it's been an interesting year this year because I think there is nobody that's, like, really that good. 
right? Yeah. All the Blue Bloods are down, except for Kansas. Kansas looks pretty good, but they play in the hardest conference, so we don't know what they're going to turn out as at the end. Um, Purdue was number one, clearly the number one team. Um, they were undefeated for a little bit. They lost to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yep. You're very understandable. Every Big Ten team is obligated to lose to Butkers at some point in the year. Yeah. It's yep. just it's, – it's destiny. Great, Pretty sure Ohio State's Great athletic program over mm. at Rutgers. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dan, the Dukies coming in at 24. John Shire's. Yeah, John Shire's first season. How's it going? Um, not not so great. Okay. They just played tonight. I need to make sure they won. I actually didn't see. They uh-huh. were losing at halftime. Okay. Um, was it Boston College? They were playing Pitt. Oh, yeah, Pitt. They ended up winning by eight. And they won the yeah, game. Good. All right, good. solid. You did what you got to do, right? Yep. Uh, UNC was started the season ranked number one. They are currently unranked. Yep. That's cool. Love, love to see that. Oh, they're down 11 at half. And then yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky. The wheels also. have fallen off of Kentucky. Kentucky. More so than, again, a Grand Tour car built by one of the three. Let's see. Kentucky yeah. basketball, they are 13th in the SEC. Wow. <laughs> Out of 14. This wow. is This is Kentucky, mind you. John Calpiari, one of the greatest, <laughs> apparently. They lost to South Carolina the other day. They're 10 overall. Yeah, 1-3 in conference. 1-3 in the conference. South Carolina was 246 in net, and Kentucky lost to them at home. On the road, they're 0-3. The, what are we supposed to say there? How they only played three away games? I know. They've played 16 games. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, I and guess yet, basketball does have a lot of neutrals. I need, and yet they're still 10-6, yeah. and six, right? Uh, they're 10-6. and six. I don't know. Bad stuff. The Big 12 is absolutely insane. Yep. Um, they are absolutely destroying. And the four added teams are actually not bad. UCF is on the bubble. Big yeah. surprise. Good. Cincy and BYU are kind of like down at the lower end, but still in the top 100 in net and Ken Palm. Top 75 both in Ken Palm. Um, yeah. The Big 12 is insane. It, I, there's no other way. There's no comparison. Yeah. A, a lot of media people will tell you that's what the SEC is in football, but it's not even close. Nope. The SEC just has Georgia and Alabama. SEC has Vanderbilt. I, yeah, exactly. There's, yeah. No, there's no Vanderbilt in this Big 12. No. Every single there is a scenario in which if Texas Tech wins the the Big Twelve tournament, every single team will make the tournament. That's wild. That's insane. How many teams are in the Big Twelve? 12? Ten currently. There's ten. Yeah. Interesting. Ten of the sixty-four. Ten of the sixty-eight teams. Sorry, I forgot about the play-in game. I want that to happen. Wouldn't that be crazy? I want every Big Twelve team in March Madness. Yes, I agree. Can we just get like? Let's rig it so that the Elite Eight is just all Big 12 teams. Oh, yes. that would be incredible. Just the conference tournament again. <laughs> Honestly, it like it could happen. These teams are all so good. They all kind of eat each other. But like it, they do what the Pac-12 does in football, except it doesn't matter in basketball because – You can lose. There's such thing as good losses, mm-hmm. right? In college football, there's not. It, it's, it's just every time I look at it, it blows my mind how good the Big 12 is. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and the last thing I have to say about college basketball, this has kind of been the case for a few years now. The ACC used to be the premier conference of college basketball. It is no longer the case. The Big 12 is the best, mm-hmm. and then the Big 10 and the SEC are probably both better than the ACC right now. Yeah. 
in Joe Lenardi's bracketology, the Big Ten and Big 12 both have nine teams in the current field. Oof. The SEC has seven, and the ACC has six. Yep. Mm. Pac-12? Want to take a guess, anybody? Conference of Champions here. Three? Two. Two! Dang! Only two! UCLA and And Arizona. Oh, and Arizona. Arizona. Does USC suck this year? Uh, They're on their... Let's see. Yes, they currently suck. Okay. So, Jared has declared. They suck. (laughs) All right. Yeah, anyway, uh, the Big East is actually next with five. And then WCC with two, as, as we know. Yep, just um, as good as the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Pac-12, Utah, out. They're yeah. on the wrong side of the bubble. According to Joe Lenardi. Utah State, out. Yep. Uh, UVU, out. Um, I think. I don't know. Probably. I mean, they're going to have to win their conference. No, don't BYU? Uh, BYU. Not even. Very out. <laughs> in the conversation. Yeah. They are on the bubble for the NIT right now. Yes. <laughs> The only bubbles by BYU are like the last bubbles out of a guy's nose as he's drowning. The f- that fart oh, wow. bubbles coming out of <laughs> or BYU. Or that, that uh, blue foam slip and slide <laughs> yeah. thing. That's the only bubbles BYU's getting this year. <laughs> they're not going dancing. They're going fishing. <laughs> oh, they're, there Legendary. is indeed NIT bracketology. Oh, boy. That's just. Are we even close to that? Too much. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. We will say here on the Royal Starting uh, True Podcast, NIT does not matter. There's no situation in which it does matter. I will look at it and see if BYU is mentioned, but still doesn't matter. Yep. Interesting. BYU is not in the field. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Wow. That's kind of sad. If the NIT did matter, I would be depressed. Yeah. But luckily, it doesn't, so we're good. Yeah. Utah State, Utah, and Utah Valley are all in. Okay, actually, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that, you, you don't want to get left out of that. <laughs> They're literally all in the NIT, all in the same region. The, <laughs> the Utah State region. That's funny. Can, we, can you just throw us in there for fun? Yeah. For the sake of sports. Yeah. <laughs> for the sake of sports. For the love of football. I mean basketball. Uh, any parting thoughts um, before we leave? Obviously, we'll do a little bit more of college basketball catch-up. We will do our homework. We'll watch some games this week. We'll get back to you with our notes. Um, don't enjoy the No Fun League playoffs, but you may turn them on and watch if you so desire. I don't know. Anything else? Yeah. Please? I will conclude my thoughts, at least, with one positive note. I went on to a different NIT project, uh, projection site, and we are projected There's multiple? as a seven seed in the NIT tournament. We're in. Along with Cincinnati. <clears throat> Georgia, and VCU. You heard it here. According to Bracketology, BYU is a seven seed. Seven seed. See, no asterisk needed. Let's go. A seven seed. According to D-Ratings.com. D-Ratings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. There you have it, folks. Um, yeah. See you next time, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to us rant and babble on, make sure that you're leaving a five-star review. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Maybe shoot us a DM at our Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod as well. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye now.